Ink Stories is sponsored by Jungle Tattoo Supplies, stockists and distributors of all the top brand tattoo supplies you'll ever need. Established in 2014, Jungle Tattoo Supplies distribute to licensed tattoo studios across the UK and Europe and are an ethical company who support the World Wildlife Fund and Air Ambulance. Visit their website at jungletattoosupplies.co.uk Follow them on Twitter at jungle underscore TS and like them on Facebook at Jungle Tattoo Supplies. Hello and welcome to Ink Stories, the podcast about the stories behind people's tattoos. My name's Mark and I'm your host and I've got quite a lot of tattoos, but not as many as I would like. With me at this time is Carl Bryan. Hello, Carl. Hello, Mark. How are you today? I'm all right. Not too bad. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, keeping myself going. So tell me about you. This is an opportunity for you to plug your podcast. <laughs> I am a podcast and events host, although I'm not doing that much event hosting at the moment, obviously. Uh, but I am on Shipwrecked and Comatose with your lovely self. And also I host Cerebral Jukebox, uh, also on We Made This, where we talk about songs that get stuck in your head and I offer to remove them with the aid of my Android assistant. Who is very cool and... Jax is her name, and um, but she hasn't been anywhere near me. When I guested on your show, I was like, "No, I want my, I want to keep my song." Yeah, you you decided against having uh, having the procedure. <laughs> and Shipwrecked and Comatose is our podcast about Red Dwarf. We we chat about Red Dwarf because because you know it's dead good in it. It is, and it's one of those shows that you can come back to and you see more than you actually saw the first time round, which is brilliant. Still, after all these years, brilliant. So, we are here to talk about tattoos, and before we talk about the one you've chosen to chat about today, how many tattoos do you actually have? Or if, you know, you've got so many that you've lost count, what kind of percentage coverage do you think you have? I have got six tattoos. However, in terms of coverage, it's actually probably bigger than you think when you say six tattoos, because whereas I've only got six, they're all pretty big. Uh, so I've got both the tops of my arms, two on my back, one on my leg, which is the one we're going to talk about today, and then a, the only small one I've got, which is on my other leg uh, on the side. You have shown me your tattoos in the past, and yeah, you're right, the surprising amount of tattooed Carl when you say six. I'm not sure that this question makes any sense whatsoever, but I, I'm not sure how to better phrase it, to be honest. It surprises people um, because mm. I'm I'm quite. Uh, I, I think you would meet me and go. I, I wouldn't expect him to have maybe one tattoo, but not many tattoos. And then when I'll roll my sleeves up and show, I've got two giant skulls on each arm, uh, a clown on my back, and uh, a couple of other bits on Bob's, including the one we're going to talk about today. People are like really, they wouldn't they wouldn't expect it. Mm. Almost, I was surprised you'd got so much. I'll be honest with you. But they're very cool. But we're only talking about one today. What tattoo have you chosen to talk about? Please describe it for me. On my left calf, and it takes the whole of my calf, is a large wooden 
tiki with arms and legs, uh, looking very mean, and in one hand it's holding a shrunken head on a staff, and it has a vampire bat on its other shoulder. Brilliant. Okay, so tiki, in my head, is the kind of special ceramic glasses you get in, like, posh cocktail bars. What is a tiki? It's mostly from sort of, like, Hawaiian culture, I believe. It's it's a wood carving a lot of the time. Basically, it's normally like a, a, a smiley face or something like that. It's normally very intricate, and it's used a lot... Uh, for me, it's used a lot in cocktail bar sort of mm. art and things like that which is where this one kind of came from but it subverts it a little bit but you'll have probably seen one at some point in your life even if you're not entirely sure what a tiki is yeah i think it's like an art style it's just like long and thin and kind of cylindrical with a quite an intricate face is that a fair way of describing it yeah definitely it's it has some similarity. Hopefully, this won't get me in trouble for saying this. It has some similarities with totem poles in sort of the carving mm. style, but instead of it being, say, multiple heads or multiple designs on top, it tends to just be the one. And it's more, as I said, it's more based in that kind of Polynesian, Hawaiian sort of islands kind of uh, style. Okay, so it sounds pretty cool. What's the story behind you having a tiki with a shrunken head on your leg? Right. I lived for about three years, I think it was, with a group of tattooists. And I think anyone who's ever lived with tattooists will know, if you go in living with a group of tattooists and you haven't got any tattoos, you're going to have some by the end. (laughs) And I wasn't working much. I think I was working weekends at the time. I wasn't working... I was at a point in life where I could happily, comfortably not work all the time. Right. So I would go and hang out at their tattoo shop. And in the tattoo shop, there was, and a lot of tattoo shops I think have this now, it's just loads of art books. And Mm. I would hang about, make tea for customers and things like that, run to the shops and fetch stuff for the artists, and read art books and, and listen to them recommend music to me and stuff like that. And one of the books is a book called Atavistic Avatar, which is by an artist called The Piz, P-I-Z-Z. And I was fascinated by this book. I actually own a copy of it now. He started out as a painter, and then he took a break from painting and went off and did cartoons and computer games and TV and album work. And it's all that kind of surf rock, tiki's and... Uh, zombies and horror and a, a lot of artwork at the time I believe it was actually called lowbrow art right um because there is there is you know girls with big boobs and stuff like that in there but he kind of almost did it in phases so there's his what he called his girly art phase which are all the kind of hot rod girls with again big boobs and with right. flag you know the the flags and then he moved into western stuff so a lot of cowboys and stuff like that and then eventually he went on to to tiki stuff and that kind of hawaiian cocktail bar yeah kind of 50s hot rod stuff and while looking through this book it's actually it's on the back cover is the full painting and the full title of the piece of art is badass headhunter tiki on his way to kick some cocktail bar tiki butt and it always stuck out to me and 
my friend Jay, who is the tattoo artist who owned the shop, said, like, you really like that, don't you? And he's like, yeah, would you ever consider getting it done? And I looked at it like, oh, it's a lot of work. He was like, yeah, but it'd be, it'd be good. And I think he saw the challenge of doing it, because I don't think he was that far into being an artist at the time. Right. And he saw me, that, that kind of slightly predatory thing of, he's interested. <laughs> we might be able to talk him into this one, you know. It was your own fault. Someone without tattoos working in a tattoo shop, even in a voluntary basis, you were never going to leave that place without being inked. Oh, yeah, that's where all of my tattoos are from, is that shop. <laughs> and, yeah, he, we, we had a chat about it, and he was like, let me... I think he wanted to see if he could draw it in a way that was feasibly done for tattoos, because mm. as everyone who's got tattoos knows, if you go to somebody with, like, a piece of art to go, I want this, they'll look at it and go, well, that'll bleed out in a year and yep. look like crap. So I think I think part of him wanted the challenge of, especially with the, the details of the wood... Which yeah. is one of the things about the tattoo that I love is it's very, very detailed, and the shading because the bat and the tiki had a blue, but like cobalt mm. blue, and I think he wanted to see how the shading on that would look, and and he did it, and you know it it's probably my favorite. I think it is my favorite tattoo out of all the ones I've had. So it was your first tattoo, and it's still your favorite. It wasn't my first one. I technically got seven tattoos. I had a, a little one done as a kind of, yeah, I'll have a tattoo sort of thing. <laughs> and the more and more sort of time went by, and I think they knew this as well when they did it, they're like, he's going to hate it in three months. And it's like, yeah, can we get something done? And now that's covered up by one of my skulls. Right, right. To the point where I forget it's there. Mm. You can kind of see it if you look closely. And then... I had my other arm done, which is my other skull, and then this was the big one because I knew legs hurt just from hanging around. Too right. so this was the, you know, am I really gonna? You know, arms weren't too bad at all, but I'm I'm a big lad, so I think I've got that extra bit of cushioning there. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I've got carbs like Sunday roasts. Or I had at the time, when I was much younger. <laughs> so they're just like big, thick chunks of meat. So plenty of um, canvas for your artist then. Yes. This is the thing is, I'm, I'm trying to lose weight. And a genuine concern for me in losing weight is, oh, my tattoo's going to look like shit. Mm. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think I've, it's why I've never had anything done on the front, is because if I drop a lot of weight, which is the plan, then... It's gonna ruin it, so mm. I'm waiting till afterwards. But yeah, my legs—I think my legs are gonna be fine. <laughs> and it is a, such a cool piece. I really like it, and I think it's quite unique. You don't see much tiki tattoos, or at least I haven't. And I think it's a wonderful piece. And yeah, I really like it. So you should shout out your artist. You said his name was Jay, but tell us where they can find him on social media and what shop he works at and stuff like that. Well, he's just actually closed his shop because of, well, it, it kind of tied in with COVID, but he's opened his own. He's actually built, at the back of his house, his own studio. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, his name's James Fletcher Fallows, or Jay Fletcher Fallows, and his shop was called Lifetime Tattoo here in Derby, and now he's the Lifetime Tattoo Shed. Brilliant. And it's a custom-built 
uh, studio. I'll shout out the guy who made it as well. His name is uh, Jamie Beasley. He runs the Corner Farm Barn because right. he's a fantastic carpenter. And he built this shed. I say shed. It's a studio. <laughs> I feel shed undersells it. And he was just about to open between the two lockdowns. Right. Um, and the first one he did, the first tattoo he did was on his wife. And it was a right. tattoo of the building with a giant flower sticking out the top. Brilliant. His Instagram and I believe his Facebook is lifetime underscore tattoo underscore UK. Obviously, he's got the, the shed and everything like this, but he's also a fantastic artist. He once had to tell me, you, you know, it's all right to go to other artists. I was like, I, I don't need to go to other artists. <laughs> you know, And he's a lovely bloke as well. He's uh, yeah, a very talented man. So, yeah, do check him out, definitely. Brilliant stuff. And where can people find you, Carl? Uh, you can find me on all my various guises at uh, allmylinks.com forward slash Mr. Carl, and it's the unabbreviated M-I-S-T-E-R. And uh, on there there's uh, links to the podcasts I do, the short film night I organise, the quiz night I'm supposed to run, but I've only managed to get two out before we got locked down. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, all, all my stuff's on there. Brilliant stuff, Carl. Thank you so much for joining me and telling me your ink story. Thank you for having me, Mark. Thank you for listening to Ink Stories. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Ink Stories Pod. The show's logo was designed by Carl Bryan, and the theme tune is We've Been Watching the Riots on a Monitor by Fix It Kid. <laughs>